the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Opening arguments in the Senate impeachment trial for former President Trump beginning the week of February 8th. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will send the article of impeachment against the president to the Senate on Monday. After that, both the House managers and the defense will have a period of time to draft their legal briefs, just as they did in previous trials. During that period, the Senate will continue to do other business for the American people. That's Senate Majority Leader Mitch uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. A TV and radio icon dead after a half century in broadcasting that included interviews from presidents to ordinary people. Larry King died today in Los Angeles at the age of 87. No cause of death was given, but a spokesperson said this month King had been hospitalized with COVID-19. This is SRN News. Mark Levin digs past the words. But unity, ladies and gentlemen, I explained yesterday at some length, and I've written about this, that when the left talks about unity, they mean conformity. They mean repression. Now we're supposed to be unified. Unity, ladies and gentlemen. Around what? Self-hate? Particularly if you're a white male. You have to hate yourself. You gotta unify around legalizing millions and millions of illegal aliens. You gotta unify around the 1619 Project. Mark Levin. Weeknights at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, celebrating 20 years. Longest-running conservative talk station on the air, longest-running conservative local talk show of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The headliner, Mitch Berg, and uh, closer, Brad Carlson. And a big treat for you coming up in March as we celebrate our 20th anniversary. We're kind of going old school. That's all I'm going to tease you with right now. But keep listening for details. Big things planned in 2021 for you. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which is mere days away from its 19th anniversary of presenting my point of view about so much in this world. Politics, yes, state, nationwide, but history, music, uh, music and history. History, music, and politics. The big three, really. Okay. Current events, pop culture, whatever it is you want to talk about. Well, okay, let's be honest. Whatever it is I want to talk about, it's my show prep five mornings a week, sometimes more. Go to shotinthedark.info. It's the best shot-in-the-dark style blog in the world. Anyway, uh, by the way, don't forget Brad Carlson, the Closer Edition, heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Uh, King Banyan uh, does the King Banyan radio show, the best show in the world on economics. Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. I'm going to carry on the topic I had before the break because it's, as usual on these Saturday shows, I, I intended to get to that topic about the, the essentially the rule by decree that boys can be girls and notwithstanding the fact that the physiological changes, even with aggressive hormone therapy, it takes years to turn male physiology, especially in a particularly athletic male, into female physiology. Years and years and years. It never really sets in, according to some sources. And we are told that 2 plus 2 equals 5. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that XY equals XX. That's what it, no, I, no, actually, it was not a flub, as you are probably well aware, as you probably figured. This is so close to not just a complete bastardization of science, really turning science into what I was referring to it before the election, not so much a system for analyzing the unknown and organizing and systematizing the the analysis of things we don't understand via the experimental method, which, by the way, is a matter of asking constant, relentless questions, not sitting down, shutting up and accepting answers that are given to you by well, people who aren't scientists, clearly what it is now is, is in 1984, the book 1984 by George Orwell, the ultimate sign of submission. And I'm vastly oversimplifying the book. If you haven't read it, you need to <laughs> now more than ever uh, is when the protagonist was finally induced, coerced mentally tortured, nullified into admitting, confessing that 2 plus 2 equals 5. To admitting, even though he knew better, that the truth was false and that falsity was truth. And that in either case, it was whatever Big Brother decreed. Well, I, I on social media this morning, I was regaled by an endless stream of, of pompous progressives declaring, well, you must just be, if you're against this, you must be just against other people's rights. Which, of course, is inevitably the type of straw man you get uh, when you try to debate these people. It's like you are opposed to other people's rights. And, and I don't know that there is a right to say that you are what you are not. I, I mean, there's a First Amendment, right? You can call yourself anything you want, but, and and nobody has to believe it. Oh, wait, now you do. And now not only do we have to believe it, but we have to basically make uh, women's sports a completely meaningless concept. I mean, in any part of the country where any man can call themselves a woman, women's sports is provided the caliber of the transgender athlete is high enough, over. I mean, I could call myself female right now, and I'm never going to beat Venus Williams at tennis or much of anything else. Uh, hence, well, that's not the only reason it's not going to happen. <laughs> but if I were, hypothetically, to try. Anyway, uh, what this involves is, <laughs> at the behest of the party of science, is that you repudiate what science tells us about evolution. 
I mean, not quite as stupid as the regular Democrat commenter on my blog who asserted with a straight face and that air of smug superiority these people always paste onto their faces when they are trying to prog-splain you, that gender reassignment surgery changes a Y chromosome to an X. This is an educated person. Well, miseducated person, someone with a bachelor's degree and some, I, I presume, meaningless uh, soft social science or humanity. I say this is an English major. I can say that. They believe this. And, and now it's become something that they have to believe. Analogous to two plus two equaling five. Or they get canceled by their own side. This is not the party of science. This is the party of log rolling. By the way, Shar called off air in the last segment, asked what happens uh, when we apply all this logic to Olympic competition. Will women even make it to the Olympics under these circumstances? No. Uh, in any sport where a woman, uh, a man can declare themselves a woman, in any physiological competition, women's sports is over at all levels. As we pointed out, Char and everyone, as, as, as the woman on PragerU pointed out some time ago, the fastest woman in the world in one event, the 400-yard dash, and this is consistently true in just about every other speed or strength event, the fastest woman in the world is the equivalent of the number 300 performer among high school men in the United States alone. World record versus 18-year-old boy. Granted, elite 18-year-old boy, top 300 in the United States, is nothing to sneeze at in high school. But it does kind of tell you the physiological differences, if, in fact, it is science that you're relying on. Or for that matter, basic observation you are relying on. But it wasn't the only thing that that jumped out at us. I mean, a couple of things that came out this past week from Joe Biden. I'm going to save those for the next segment. Uh, when we see some of the people who are wrapping themselves in 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 their credentials this past week, it, it's just getting. Uh, the the cult of the expert that we're is being foisted upon us by the American hard left is living down to its lowest expectations. A tweet came out uh, this past Tuesday from Paul Krugman, perhaps the world's dumbest economist. He, uh, I should say, the world's dumbest Nobel Prize winner. You say, hey, wait, bet she won a Nobel Prize. How do you criticize him? Well, I'll tell you this: he won a Nobel Prize, and King Banyan can give you the details. He won his Nobel Prize for economics in some abstruse uh, currency exchange policy. That it's it's like one of the technical prizes at the Oscars or the Grammys that they give out in a parking lot behind a truck the day before, the day after the telecast. That's Paul Krugman's Nobel for you. Anyway, Paul Krugman writes, and by the way, this is a person who is foisted upon the world as an expert in economics by the paper for which he works, the New York Times. And he writes this past Tuesday, still getting anxious email from people who worry about how America will pay down its debt. Folks, we don't have to pay it down. Here's what happened after World War II. And he went on to state the case that because we had massive debt at the end of World War II, 
and that we manage to get out of that particular swamp of debt, that we can do it today. I'm not going to assume being a mere lowly talk show host on the weekends in the Twin Cities, not a, a mighty Nobel Prize winner, that Paul Krugman doesn't know this, what I'm about to say. But the alternative is he knows what he's about to say, and he's lying to all of you, to the entire audience. So either he's stupid or depraved, or let's not rule out both. But he wrote, Folks, we don't have to pay the debt down. Here's what happened after World War II. And he shows a graph as part of this Twitter thread to show that, yes, over time, the debt as a share of GDP moderated over time. It did. And that is a fact. What he didn't tell you is that for two decades after World War II, we were the world's only functional economy. Literally, even even the other winners of World War II were beaten bloody. I mean, the Soviet Union, was its entire industrial base was paved flat. And yes, they did rely on America's industrial base for much of the, of, of the equipment that won them uh, their side of World War II. The British, they were still rationing food until the mid-1950s. Their economy didn't recover fully until the 1950s. In some ways, their political economy never did. Germany and Japan, they were beaten so flat they didn't compete with the United States till the late 60s, mid-60s at the very earliest in some sectors. India and China, they were third world countries well into the 1960s, 1970s, and their experiments with socialism prolonged the misery, and in fact in both countries still do once you get outside of the, the, the class that has accreted the wealth that has come from the opening up of the free markets, the very incomplete opening up of free markets, we have to add. And they weren't viable competitors to the United States in either case, in any sector, until the 1990s at the very earliest, 50 years after World War II. South Korea, they were a third world country that lagged North Korea in terms of economic output per capita until the 1960s, late 60s for that matter. And today they're an economic powerhouse. Ditto Taiwan, third world country until uh, well into the 1960s, 1970s. They're doing very well now. Uh, Like Japan, like the Republic of Korea, like Singapore, like India, like the People's Republic of China itself, they emerged as a competitor to the United States 50, 30 to 50 years after World War II. And they're competing with us now. So declaring, as Paul Krugman, the great expert, does, that the growth fairy will spare us from this avalanche of debt is to be completely ignorant of history and economics. Ergo... To be a consumer of Paul Krugman. Oh, we're not done. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Be right back. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. 
Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and, of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. I'm Brad Carlson, here with Mitch Berg. Join us on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast. An opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Find us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home Saturday the 6th from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Sweet love, sweet AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network celebrating National School Choice Week starts tomorrow, goes to the 30th. Uh, You can access a variety of educational options, which, by the way, are crucial, so you can find the best educational fit for your family. If you're seeking a private Christian education, oh, we can help you. 50% off your first uh, year of tuition. Oh, my apples. Each child deserves an effective, motivating, challenging educational environment. And, oh, I'm here to tell you. Finding one of those in the public system takes some work, can be done. It's not because there aren't a lot of good teachers out there, but, oh, fuji, pasta. Uh, don't get me started. 
I got myself started. I need to get back on track. Anyway, see our list of partnering schools and learn more at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The help you need, oh, Lordy, when you need it. When you saw what happened with the Department of Education this past week being turned over, <sighs> the, the inmates are running the asylum at the Federal Department of Education, and that will trickle down let's go to the phones in roseville Anne, welcome to the northern alliance radio network you are live and on the air oh thank you mitch and amen to all uh three very quick points first of all um not all i don't believe all the men who transition to women and want to be in women's sports i don't know that all of them have actually had surgery maybe they have but i and maybe some are going to have it or in process They, they, they have not so, in other words, their DNA hasn't changed yet. And there, by the way, and, the and by the way, there is no. Just so we're clear, DNA never changes. Exactly. There is no surgical way to change well, exactly. it. Exactly. Right. But that's. I'm just adding to that little point. Fair enough. The other thing is, I'm not aware of any women trying to get into men's sports because they identify as male, even if they have undergone some kind of biological alterations. I'm not going to say Maybe it's... Maybe there are some, but I'm not aware of it. It would be pretty pointless since, physiologically speaking, unless it's Venus Williams, they're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> unless yeah, it's Florence right. Griffith Joyner at a prime, they're not going to compete. And even then, even then, they're going to be competing at what is for men. Empirically speaking, a high right. school level competition. And thank right. you so very much. Well, just can I add one tiny other thing? And that is, what if I, even though I happen to be white, what if I identify as black? And I say, well, yeah, I mean, I know I'm as white as chalk, but that's just your, that's what you see. But actually, I do identify as black. Um, will that be accepted by the uh, science crowd? As we've seen with Rachel Dolezal and a number of other, by the way, uh, white genetically white women who have decided to identify as African-American or other races. Uh, it depends on what you say, because it's, it's, it's not really even what you identify as, especially when it comes to that level of intersectional bingo, but it's what you say and what you do with that status. If you say, I feel like I'm black, and by the way, I'm going to be out there campaigning for the Republicans for the Minnesota House of Representatives. You will get stomped all over. You will get rhetorically, if not literally, curb stomped. So it's not just what you say you are, although as long as it serves big left's political interests, as distinct from its scientific interests, which are entirely log rolling, uh, that, it's really that's really all it's about. Let's go to St. Paul. Mike, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air again. I'm feeling gracious, and so we'll let you get your other point in. Go for it. Well, thanks, Mitch. I just wanted to pivot back to a phase one of the Building Back Better, which we were experiencing this week. Uh, in case anybody missed it, 11,000 jobs vanquished. 8,000 of them union, high-paying union jobs, $1.6 billion in wages. But yet they continue to shovel the union cash to the union bosses. Yep. Exactly. So hey, oh, go ahead. I wonder how the, un the unifier-in-chief uh, is going to explain replacing the $15 an hour jobs. That he's going to buy with one point nine trillion dollars. He's he's not going to have to. That's the problem. He it's it's never going to come up. The 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 corners of union life 
that are most in bed with the progressive left are the public employees unions, and they are not working largely for fifteen bucks an hour, and the one or less, and the ones that are have the least political clout uh, within the the government organized labor market. Uh, so they're never going to have to explain it. But you're right. You actually, uh, I'm glad we took your call there, Mike, because you segued into my next topic just about perfectly. Yes, the Build Back Better campaign has started. And what have they started with? During the campaign, I pointed out correctly, uh, as it turns out, that the Biden campaign, really the Biden and Harris campaign, was pretty much built around a bunch of completely risible statements, uh, statements that they could make as absolutes, knowing that, A, their audience, the audience that they were voting for, are not a bunch of critical thinkers, as my loyal listener Paul Pukity, uh from Bakersfield points out in the chat, uh, pointing out that, uh, yeah, Democrats, least of all Democrats with advanced degrees, are the least critical thinkers there are out there. They are the most likely to treat politics as pseudo-religion rather than empirical fact, to say nothing of anything determined by science. And so this lack of critical thought enables Democrats to get by with meaningless sloganeering that will never be held against them. Forget about the lack of critical thinking skills on the part of the average Democrat voter. At one point, you could count on the media to hold a president accountable for things they said that may have stretched the truth. In fact, that point ended last Tuesday, maybe Wednesday at noon, because now the media are all going back to being docile pussycats. And, and by the way, this is all as foretold four years ago. We'll, we'll come back to that. But, yeah, the Build Back Better, the things that Joe Biden said during the campaign that I called then and there months ago as complete baked wind, to put it politely, are turning out to be exactly that. For example, when he went on on television, on morning TV, over and over and over again, every five minutes for three months over the summer and into the fall, saying, I've got a plan for COVID. In in a TV ad that sounded like its audio was stitched together like those ransom notes pasted together from letters out of newspapers. I mean, it sounds like they grabbed a bunch of words at random that Biden may have said and, and edited them together into, into statements. But he said, no, I've got a plan to deal with COVID. And of course, yesterday we heard what that plan was. Uh <laughs> the the plan was basically stay the course from the Trump administration, really change virtually nothing, uh, amp up some of the spending, maybe in some cases, uh, ratchet up the federal control of of the, the pandemic response, and basically carry on with exactly what the Trump administration did throughout the pandemic. And then, by the way, admit uh, this this as you heard on the Salem News at the top of the hour. Carry on uh, with, with with saying that, that this thing is basically out of control. And it's going to run its course. There's not a whole lot we can do about it right now. What? I told you. Everyone with a with a brain in their heads told you this was that that this I have a plan palaver was 
was just a line to gull the gullible. I, I was I, you heard me banging my heads on, on on head on the desk just now. This is what I spent the last four months before the election doing, listening to Joe Biden saying things like, I have a plan to deal with COVID. Or 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 Vice President Harris saying the president is gonna is not gonna do anything about fracking. Get over it. The president's not going to do anything about fracking or everyone knows that it's it's a lie. I'm not going to cutesy it up. She lied. The president is coming for fracking. The oil industry knows they're coming for fracking. Because the price of oil just went zooming back up. Oh, by the way, there's some building back better for you. If you're one of those essential workers that doesn't have the option of working from home and didn't get laid off but doesn't live on mass transit like every Democrat wants every human to do unless you're part of the ruling elite, in which case you get to have a Prius or an electric vehicle, you got to drive to work. And what happened today? Over this last three days, the price of gas has gone up 15 20%. I haven't had to buy gas since before the uh, before the what do you call it, the inauguration. So I'm I'm looking at some sticker shock when I hit the pump on the way out of here tonight. This is building back better for you. <laughs> the The plan was meet the new boss, as Roger Daltrey once said, same as the old boss. <sighs> And by the way, this is the same is true with every other soothing lie that they cooed at you during the campaign. Nobody's coming for your guns. Oh, yeah, they are. At all levels, they are coming for your guns. If you're a Second Amendment advocate, strap in. Although, I will say, here at the state level, while the electoral situation has not improved, it's improved enough that there is perhaps the sign of some light on the horizon there, here at the state level. Oh, the the national situation is going to be subject number one for the next two years until midterms, where with a little bit of luck and a whole heck of a lot of work, all this overreach is going to get thrown back in the Democrats' face. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 23.4 tells us, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We were talking briefly about caning the other day, a punishment that can quickly deter people from crimes. The Lord's staff, a tool of the shepherd, and the rod to correct behavior, both bring comfort to the psalmist. Kind of crazy. I sure do find it easy to appreciate when the Lord uses the staff to guide me and, as a consequence, the other sheep that walk with me. It's a little less easy to appreciate the use of the rod, even though I know it is absolutely required to drive folly from a child of God. Isn't it strange that these two very different tools bring us closer to the very same comforter? If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me 
at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Cal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keaton. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple. And Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20%. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, if you got credit card bills, student loans, car payments stacked up, oh, Nelly, can't seem to work your way out of debt, tune into the Dave Ramsey Show weekdays live from 1 to 4 on our sister station, The Biz 1440. He's got the practical insights you need to get your financial freedom back, at least the bits your government allows you to have. Nonetheless, work with what we got. You'll even be encouraged by hearing other success stories in their journey from dead broke to financial stability. The Dave Ramsey Show weekdays live from 1 to 4 p.m. and evening 7 to 10 on our sister station, The Biz, the 1440, the mighty one, home of King Banyan. By the way, yes, Joe Biden is the president for now until a 25th Amendment case takes him out and we get President Kamala Harris installed. The Democrats control the Senate, at least when it comes down to must-have votes, because Vice President Harris gets to vote to break all ties. That's the way it works. And, of course, they have, a, they have control in the House, but it's a much narrower control in the House. And against this, I urge you to remember something that is on the verge of being a Berg's Law. In fact, it may be a part of the 16th if you are a Berg's lawyer. And that is when progressives get into power, Power is the ultimate narcotic, the ultimate stimulant, the ultimate aphrodisiac for these people. And they will overreach. They will overreach like an alcoholic that gets a bottle of whiskey. They will overreach like a drug addict that finds a baggie on the ground. They will overreach like a uh, Edina housewife who finds an untended gold card lying about. They will overreach. Power is their addiction. 
And David Harsanya writes this past week in National Review, Democrats will pay the price for placating the squad. The irony of the squad's fame contributing to Democrats' losses is that the party's weakness now empowers them even more. Says David Harsani, probably one of the great uh, shining conservative lights in social media, they came to Washington to, quote, shake things up. Reuters recalled last fall, but the lawmakers known as the squad, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and our own Ilhan Omar soon learned that the political fast lane can be difficult. Is it, though? Without any accomplishments to speak of, <laughs> the squad nonetheless has gotten widespread, obsequious media coverage. Only last week, 60 Minutes reported Leslie Stahl asked Nancy Pelosi, why does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez complain that you have not been grooming younger people for leadership? It's not often a prestigious journalist asked the Speaker of the House to explain the grousing of a third-year backbencher. Fringe representatives, of course, nothing new, but leaders of both parties have typically isolated them, mitigating the damage they could do to the party and the country. And it's one of the great signs, perhaps, of hope that they that Nancy Pelosi has not been able to do that. In fact, their extremism is the mainstream in the Democratic Party. Some other good news that uh, I, I guess I will have some time to get to at some point here. Uh, one area where if you're tired of being on the defensive, as we conservatives will be both in Congress and within our own party to some extent in the coming two years is somewhat mitigated by the fact that in one area, perhaps one area alone, we've been able to go on the offensive at least a little bit more on that in a moment here, but let's, uh, let's go to the phones in uh, the mighty fifth CD Maureen. Welcome to the Northern Alliance radio network. You are on the air. Hi there. Um, I'm calling because I am in uh, Johan Omar's district, and Condolences. Um, I'm conservative. Yep. Yes, thank you very much. It's it's sad. I live in Fridley, and it's a really long district. Uh, my cousin is in Edina, and she's also in Ilhan's district. And obviously, we have the um, Cedar Riverside area and um, the Franklin area also. So it's a that's kind of the shape quarter, like the a 35W quarter. Um, but at any rate, I'm, I feel that there was just tremendous amount of fraud in this election all over the entire country. And I feel that President um, Trump is really did win. And I think that for the media to say that there is no substantiated evidence, I myself am just a, a, a reader um, on the Internet, and I've seen tons of evidence. But I'm not calling about... Um, the the nationwide fraud, although I think it's appalling and something needs to be done. I'm calling about the fraud in my district. I feel that my vote was stolen this election, and I feel that it's been proven and that nothing has been done about it. And because nothing has been done about it, my vote will quite likely never count again. And that's what is really um, just disappointed me and i'm talking about the project veritas video that came out last summer that proves of campaign fraud in ilhan omar maureen i could not possibly agree with you more and i'll tell you this much first of all yes it's an open secret that uh, that 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 there is widespread uh, fraud 
especially in Cedar Riverside and in the Minneapolis part of the 5th Congressional District. Here's the problem. Uh, yes, we do need to, we do need to bring the evidence. And uh, and of course, we are we face an electoral system in Minnesota that is, is conv- convinced it can get away with defying the law. Now, there's two issues here. Number one, the justice system uh, is there's two different justice systems in Minnesota, one for the left and one for the right. If there was a Republican vote harvesting operation, Keith Ellison would be sending stormtroopers in in a black helicopter uh, to curb stomp them into submission. But it's the Democrats. And, yeah, there's a good question there. Can uh, society, a democratic society survive if it doesn't trust its institutions to play it down the middle? No, it can't, by the way. It just can't last. It's unsustainable. Now, here's the other question. And I learned this representing myself in court years ago to the extent that I didn't know it already. Laws mean what they say they mean. You may have evidence. You may have a case. But if the case you bring does not impinge on matters of law that are in question, there is no case. And here's the problem. Most of the cases that Donald Trump's team brought here, there, and everywhere didn't didn't appear to, to address matters of law as, as addressed in statute or case law. And that means there's no case to decide. Now, that could mean, that could be evidence of sloppy legal work, and I, I suspect that was the case in several cases. That's what lawyers make the big bucks to do. Make sure that the petition you file actually addresses matter of law, that, uh, matters of law that a judge will say, yeah, we, can, we have to go to trial on this. A matter of law is there for the discussing. It could also mean, and I, I think it is the case, especially in Minnesota, that the laws are written such that it's essentially impossible to, to make a claim that anything illegal has happened because the law makes it legal, in effect. One classic example that I use a lot on this show is that in the state of Minnesota, voting when you're not legally entitled to vote is a crime. But saying, I didn't know, is an acceptable defense that will get you acquitted unless you signed papers indicating you acknowledged you lost your right to vote. In other words, parole documents. Other than that, they can't charge you. And even if you, by the way, do vote when you're on parole and have not been emancipated or uh, have had your rights restored, your vote is still off in the wind, as Al, as Al Franken found out uh, on his way to becoming senator. Once they get the vote in, it can't be called back anyway. So the biggest problem we have, Maureen, is to change the laws so that fraud is actually illegal. <sighs> it's going to be a lot of work. Uh, lines are full. Let's try and get them all done before the break. In uh, Bjorn, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, greetings, Mr. Berg. Uh, 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 thanks for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I'd basically like to speak on the behalf of uh, all veterans that we have no voice, we have no venue in this country. I'll use my, my own situation example. Uh, last year, I've applied for dozens of jobs mainly an entry-level level job technician positions uh, or security, which I'm for most of my employment. Nobody will hire me. I have 18 years of honorable service in two branches, mostly in the Marine Corps, a little bit in the Army. I was nearly killed multiple times in my last deployment, and this is, but, uh, this is my reward. I'm uh, living completely off my VA disability money. I have negative $42 in my account as of today. Oof. But I'm not... I'm not good enough to work at Home Depot as a loss 
prevention specialist. I'm not good enough to work at the Minnesota Museum of Science as an entry-level job tech or lab technician with a that only requires a high school diploma. I'm not good enough to work at 3M as a security guard. Oof. But uh, I'll tell you what, Bjorn. I I sympathize with you. I pray for you. I hope that your fortunes change. I I hear from you what you're saying that you deserve better fortunes at this than this after having served your country this long. So what I'm going to do is ask this. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, Consiliari to put you on hold and take your contact information down. And if there's anyone in the listening audience who thinks maybe you can give uh, Bjorn a hand getting into getting into honest work and security business uh, with someone who sounds like they might be eminently qualified to do it, uh, we'll try and make a match happen here. Got about a minute to go. Let's go to Mark in St. Louis Park. Go right ahead. You're on the air. Hi, Mitch. I'll be real quick. First of all, RIP Larry King. Listen to him back in the 80s. Yep. Uh, he passed away. Uh, uh, real quick, um, the executive order that I was shocked this week that he actually got rid of was the funding of the wall. With yeah. Democrats in complete lockdown mode, Democratic governors threatening citizens from other states from coming from coming across to their borders. You would have think that not only would have kept the wall going, but ordered the National Guard, the uh, the Army, the Marines, the Air Force, all to the border because right now the China virus is surging in Central and South America. Yeah. Funny he didn't do that, Mitch. Funny he didn't oh, do yeah. that, and funny how utterly unself-aware he is, by the way. Exactly correct on all that. Plus, it came out this past week that in decorating the Oval Office— uh, President Biden has installed a bust of Cesar Chavez uh, as a pander to the Latino vote, uh, which got eroded badly uh, under the Trump administration for the Democrats. Uh, a record number of uh, of Latinos voted for Donald Trump because little known dirty secret Latinos. No, I, I, you, you survey actual Latinos, you find that they support controlling illegal immigration even more than us Anglos do because they're the ones who suffer from it. Now, don't be talking about uh, deporting everyone because an awful lot of Latino families in America have at least one illegal immigrant in their ancestry. But controlling the entrance, I mean, it's their wages who get slashed, as indeed Cesar Chavez knew. In his heyday, 50 years ago, when uh, as an agitator for Latino uh, labor unions, he sent vigilante patrols to the southern border to pummel and beat illegal immigrants as they came across the border to try and find work in America. That's right. This hero of American uh, progressive unionism uh, sent patrols with a, by the way, a deeply racist name, which I will not repeat on the radio here, uh, to, to patrol the southern border to send back illegal aliens. Something he knew that Joe Biden apparently doesn't. Oh, more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. 
We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing. Dialing 800-351-4596. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596. A woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. High license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, this song may never have quite the same cachet that it has had for this past four years. And yet, by the way, it's Minneapolis uh, Legends, The Time, and uh, a song entitled Donald Trump Black Version. Back when Donald Trump was a Democrat and deeply, deeply cool as a lifestyle icon on the left. At any rate, uh, so much news I didn't get a chance to get to today because it's been just such a busy week in the news. Uh, we've got, oh, where, where do you start? Oh, yeah. Uh, the news came out this past, oh, man, so many stories this past week. We had Kendall Qualls on last week talking about uh, about his new effort uh, to to basically take charge, uh, basically to, to engage with the African-American community about fixing the ills of the community. A Democrat operative named Kendall Qualls tweeted to him, Imagine making it your life's work to prove that structural racism doesn't exist and announcing it on Martin Luther King Day. 
Uh, Zach Rodvold, who I don't know from Adam, don't believe I've ever met. He blocks me on Twitter because, well, like most people on the left, he can't stand up in a in a in a argument with someone who's his equal or better. Uh, he's white, and he's lecturing a black man about how he should spend his time dealing with his own community on Martin Luther King Day. I have to ask you, what would black people do without? smarmy white conservatives to tell them what to do. Uh, so many smarmy white progressives. Speaking of smarmy white progressives, <laughs> as if Minneapolis doesn't have enough problems, Jacob McDreamy Fry is running for re-election. As our good friend Ann Bauer, actually I've never met Ann Bauer, uh, as Ann Bauer pointed out, uh, Jacob Fry is uh, resume over the last four years he reads as follows. He utterly failed to lead after George Floyd's murder. He never took charge during the riots. In fact, it basically <laughs> he had Donald Trump driving policy on on deploying the National Guard uh, over both his and Governor Klink's heads. He avoided the local news media, <laughs> not successfully enough. Actually, you saw local news media actually asking him questions. If you're like me and you, you wondered if that would ever happen, it did briefly for one shining moment. You had Twin Cities reporters going, could you please answer our question? You're avoiding, evading the answers. He bickered with the governor in national press, not that that isn't thoroughly justified. And by the way, he saw oversaw the devastation of downtown uh, the economic devastation of downtown and the physical and economic devastation of a good chunk of the east side of South Minneapolis, from Lake Street down to the 30s. A place that had bounced back a lot in the last 30 years has bounced right back down. My old neighborhood has gone from toilet to success story and back to toilet. He's running for office. I think his motto for his campaign should be stay the curse, but it won't be <laughs> at any rate. Uh, Jacob Fry is running for mayor of Minneapolis. Mark my words, the at this point in history, the Democrat primary or convention is really the election that, that decides the mayor of Minneapolis. And most likely for now, despite the, the best efforts of the likes of Lacey Johnson, uh, and 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 Kendall Qualls, it's largely decided at uh, the convention for the DFL. Uh, so mark my words here. Jacob Fry ran as a moderate compared to the other candidates, Ray Dane being a big one, a guy who made Bernie Sanders go, oh, you should dial back the crazy there, Ray. Uh, he, he he ran on a, on a pro, uh, platform of reforming the police as opposed to abolishing them, which makes him a moderate. In the Minneapolis DFL. And so if he is replaced as mayor, it will be by someone worse. Someone to the left. Someone in line with a Lisa Bender or an Alondra Cano. Indeed. I wouldn't rule out Alondra Cano running for mayor or one of the state Senate seats and having a really good shot. She is the mainstream in the Minneapolis DFL. We'll see what happens. By the way, 
Good news, we're on the offensive. A uh, a, a stand your ground, actually, stand, a stand your ground bill has been introduced in the House and Senate, Senate File 13, House File 131. Maybe I have that backwards. Maybe, anyway, Files 13 and 131 in the House and or Senate. And they have a shot. Not a big shot. Governor Waltz will probably veto them again. But there are enough third-ring suburban DFLers who won their seats in districts that are pretty red and pretty uh, full of gun owners, that they may just cross the party line, which will give us two things. First of all, a wedge to use against them if they don't in two years when we take another shot at winning the House back and holding and extending our lead in the Senate, and a cudgel to hold over Governor Klink's head in 2022 when he has to defend his meager and pathetic accomplishments. So, uh, your mission is clear, by the way. Uh, get get on the horn to your legislators and tell them, hey, we've got to support these laws. I have a piece at ShotInTheDark.info titled On the Offensive, uh, which documents that, tells you all the details. And, by the way, gives you some points to use with the people around the office. I had not nearly enough time to get to this, but uh, Larry King passed away yesterday, likely, from uh, it seems, from uh, complications of covid Larry King was my introduction to talk radio, and I didn't care for him that much. It wasn't until I worked for Don Vogel at the Evil Talk Empire back in the 80s that, that talk radio really clicked with me. But Larry King, uh, back when I was reading his daily column in the USA, or weekly, his column in the USA Today back then, he had a bit of advice that I've carried with me throughout my talk radio career going on 35, largely interrupted years now, and that is never prepare for interviews, ever. It sounds like it's laziness. I will admit it, it appeals to my my casual inner nature. But it also ensures, as he pointed out, that you approach the subject from the same level of expertise your audience has. You don't leave them behind. That was brilliant advice. He's the father of modern talk radio, albeit not conservative talk radio. And for that, I pray for the best for his family and the icon that he is. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to I need more hair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free 
Author's Guide to Publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight. Celebrating two decades on air, this is 